Wrestling returns to Lancaster, PA, August 20th at Clipper Magazine Stadium as CCW and Valor Pro Wrestling presents United, brought to you by Red Rose Sports Cards. In action, you'll see former WWE superstars Alberto El Patron, Santino, Dirty Dango, Ricardo Rodriguez, The Patriot, and Rob Van Dam. Tickets are available at Clipper Magazine Box Office, Red Rose Sports Cards, located at 126 South Centerville Road, Lancaster, or online at LancasterBornStormers.com backslash pro-wrestling. And we will see you August 20th at United. This is where the big boys play, huh? Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Hold three, the moss covered, three handle family gradunzel. I am Sir Michael Cole. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. Number four, Armbar. Here are your hosts, Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. We are three C T. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to 3CT. We are live. It is Thursday, July the 28th, 2022. We are glad to be back with you here uh, for another week. Uh, a little bit lighter. Only two of us, maybe three of us later, four of us possibly. Jim, I ain't lost no weight. I, I well, lighter. okay. Well, the, the screen maybe possibly. I, I, they might even look. Math is not it's easy. The- it's Thursday. Let's try not to math. We're only going to make ourselves. Uh, hurt. My head already hurts. All we know is our intern is still not here. Good. Has anybody heard from him? No. No. Thank God. Okay. He's just. He might just be gone. So. Yeah. If, I hope that somehow he got roped into being a groupie for Rick Astley. <laughs> and he's just. He's never going to give him up. There and we. I mean, that would that would be appropriate. I, I think Rick Astley is Canadian. Yes. Yeah, and that then, sounds right. That sounds right. If he, he's English, he's British. So he's, hopefully he's Canadian and British. No, he's just British. Okay. Um, but here's my hope: he gets carried in to Rick Astley's stuff without a passport. Okay. Gets sent to England. Okay. And then he is stuck in England and cannot leave. Okay. And because the time differential is is it's five hours, oh, so by so the time like, we do three CT, it's already like it, what did, one a.m. You know, Mark, he doesn't sleep. He's though. already asleep. I don't know that he does sleep. I've never I heard think him. He of, has to. Devin might be right. Devin says he's camping out at the Wildcat until it closes. That's certainly has he, possible. Has he chained himself to the Wildcat, singing "We Shall Overcome"? Oh my god. Like he's just like possibly, don't let possibly. Him take it. 
All right. Uh, make sure that you uh, you check out our website, 3 thursdaycom You'll find the merchandise, uh, the Patreon, all of our social media channels. Uh, you know the deal over there. Subscribe to us on all podcast platforms. Uh, we do, once again, for uh, SummerSlam this weekend, we will have the uh, PW Scorecards Challenge. If you go to uh, digital.prowrestlingscorecards.com, make sure you create that account. You can join our faction uh, with the invite code 67AB85. Um, we'll see who gets to be the new uh, People's Champ picker uh, for God for the foreseeable future, I guess, until all out. So uh, you're going to be doing that for the whole month of August. Uh, Big Mac uh, gets to select for, for this uh, show because Big Jim forgot to do the scorecards for, yeah, you did. for de- death before dishonor. So I was completely yeah. uh, out it, of the game on that one. So it's okay. ROH hadn't been running in a while. You're getting you're getting your feats back. You're trying to figure out what's wrestling and what's not. That's right. It, it's what's wrestling? What's sports is. entertainment? What, I mean, what? for the long for the longest time, you only had to worry about Raw and SmackDown. I and know it's AEW, well. Then NXT showed up. Then AEW showed up. And, and then, now like, Ring of Honor's a thing again. Thanks, Tony. Heaven forbid we ask you to watch like MLW no, and Impact and anything on Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. I mean, can and you not? And I'm only one man. Tim, I'm only one Japan, man. NJPW. What, world. I'm trying the, who, to watch the G1 again. I'm behind. I'm uh, so behind. There's no. There's no, never enough time. But what there is time for, time. Tim, is uh, is we do have a guest with us tonight, and let's get him what? in here. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I kicked the other guys out. Actually, is ah, there we, go. we needed to make room for the man of the hour. Uh, it is Bro Keller. He is joining us for the very first time. Finally, I mean, like the guy Wait. is like. Right around here uh, in our area, and, and we finally get him on. Busy man to track down this bro, Keller. But uh, how are you doing tonight, man? That is a fact. I'm a bit tired, to be honest with you. <laughs> but hey, we're powering through. Not too shabby over here. Definitely happy to be on the show with you guys. It's about dang time. Good deal. Yes. Good deal. Yeah, you've you've definitely uh, d- definitely been a busy man um, as of late. And, and, and of course, uh, we'll, we'll get into a bunch of that. Um, but you know, for us, we, we've, we've always been, uh, a fan of the business growing up, but, but for you now, I mean, I, I would assume you were always a fan growing up, right? Oh, absolutely. I think it's funny because like, I feel like anytime you talk to a wrestler for the most part, as it should be their answer to say that they started watching when they were kids, they got hooked on it. You know what I mean? Um, especially for me growing up with the attitude era, like that was, the prime time of pro wrestling so of course i was hooked in my brother was always flipping between raw and nitro every week so no i mean i've always been watching it like since i was a youngster so now like do you find it easier now to to stay a fan or is it harder to stay a fan uh of like the wrestling that you see on tv while while you're doing your thing on on the independent scene and, and trying to build you know, your brand and, and, and your fans and all of that. Like, do you find it easier or harder to be a fan of wrestling now? Um, It's tough to say because it's just – I wouldn't say easier or harder, but more just different, if that makes sense. Because, like, growing up, you watch it for what it is. You appreciate the brilliance of it, the magic that you're seeing in front of you. But now being almost behind the curtain, if you will, you kind of understand the reasons why wrestlers do what they do. Or you can follow along more from a technical aspect or critique in different ways or learn from different things. I mean, watching all of these guys at the highest level do it is the best way, at least that I've ever been able to learn. Like you see 
how much goes into it. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's, it's just different because like, even on top of that, where like, sometimes I do just like to sit back and Hey, I'm just gonna be a fan tonight and appreciate it and enjoy it and have fun. Like it doesn't have to be so darn serious all the time. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I know that especially now is like you've been in the business for, for a little bit of time now, but it's very cliche that uh there's there's tons of wrestlers who have sat down with pen and paper and and for whatever reason there happens to be a cell phone there and they're taking a picture of this list of (laughs) people who they'd like to step across the ring with from and uh i know that you you've seen you've seen a lot of uh different interactions but is there do you have like a wrestling bucket list of people you'd like to work against or even team with um not like put you on the spot or like get have this be a a like casting call to any uh, any promoter that wants it's like hey hey you got this guy i want to fight that guy is there anybody you you see out there now that kind of matches you think would match up well with you it's not something i've actually really given the most amount of thought into which I don't know. Maybe I probably should, Um, (laughs) but it's just, it's so nice because at this point in time, there's such a thin line between like a TV wrestler and the rest of the Indies. Yeah. Top of the show where there's just so many promotions. Obviously you have AEW and WWE at the top, but so many different places fall and like filter beneath them where a lot of wrestlers nowadays are getting great opportunities. So um, you even said like MLWs of the world, Ring of Honor just started back up, but then you have some of these larger indies like uh, like Beyond or PWG. Uh, I mean, there's just so many. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just I would love to switch it up with anybody that's like really available. To be honest with you, like you get so, like such a good mix on the indies too of people that have been around for a while, people that have been doing it. Uh, maybe they have been on TV at one point, or maybe. Right lot of young talent that's trying to get on tv that are really making a name for themselves but um no i've been saying this for a while and i can give you one wrestler that i've actually thought about and that's adam cole okay uh, he's somebody that's almost like a dream list when you say right list, that's where my mind goes um any anybody outside of that i mean it's just i'm grateful to be in the ring with these guys and girls it's just so much fun to be out there yeah, and you you're in like the perfect era right now because it seems as though with the rise of like television wrestling that the independents are rising as well. I mean, okay. especially with like with the internet and you've got independentwrestling.tv and just the the accessibility of the independent wrestling promotion aside from like buying a ticket and actually going and being able to pull it up on my my Apple TV or my Roku or whatever yeah. and watch dozens, hundreds of promotions across the United States and even internationally, it is just uh, the perfect time, I think, right now. So much, so many, so much opportunity. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And even like IWTV Fight TV is another big one yep. um, that a lot of people are utilizing right now. And it's just so nice because even if, it's, it's the small stuff that you don't always think about. Like, let's say you're not normally going to film your match, maybe, when you're at a show, which I think every wrestler should, and I'm guilty of not doing it. 
Um, but then you get like these better production quality videos through those streaming services. Oh yeah. You see it all the time, probably on like Instagram and Twitter, people will just like screen grab highlights from the matches. If it's on fight or if it's on IWTV, um, or if a promotion puts it on YouTube, it's just so nice. Cause then like nowadays the attention span of everybody's two and like, <laughs> you have to get gifts and everybody that's like, that's the thing anymore. People are wrestling for gifts so they can get on the mm-hmm. internet viral and then be famous so there's just there's so much it's a whole different world at this point in time but uh to bring this full circle it is nice that there's so many different avenues these days and so many different ways to just get yourself out there yeah for sure and and i mean we we were talking about some of these different promotions that that not only are uh you know national regional and all of that um and and you've become you know a a bit of a uh, we'll call it belt collector so to speak (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, we, we know like P, uh, PPW, which are great, great friends of ours, uh, uh MCW. Yeah. Like you know, there's, that, room, there's room on that. Yeah. There's, there's, there. there's plenty, plenty of room right there, uh, to add more to the collection. But, um, what, what would you say, you know, because you, you, you've obviously done both, uh, fighting for a title, defending a title. What, 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 like when you're, when you're preparing, to fight for or defend what what's 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 the mindset how do you how do you do you approach it differently do you approach it the same no i mean there's i would say i approach it slightly differently which i think it's because it's it is what it is like the championship like you have to you're almost in a different position by default because that is supposed to be the prize possession right that's the the championship that everybody's fighting for um so, yeah, you have exhibition bouts, and they're nice, and you want to approach them um, in certain ways. And I don't know how kayfabe we're going here, but every match on the card should serve its own unique purpose because the show – I mean, a lot of people have their own thoughts on how shows should be run, but um, the show ebbs and flows. So there should be different types of matches at different points with different matchups and, and wrestlers in there. So, like, with the championship match, it's like, okay – this is the biggest fight of the night. This is going to be the largest match. And I have to make sure I'm pulling out all the stops because I know my opponent's going to be, and we're fighting for this prize. So I think there is a little bit more between the ears that has to go into it. Um, it's like just a whole different mental pr- approach, like putting the match together, being out there with the crowd, like depending on where you on the card again, it's like, the crowd could be a little tired. We got to bring them back up. We got to make sure they're invested in the match. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's layers to it, but I think it can be a little trickier. There's just you you add a little bit more pressure on yourself, a little more weight when the championship is involved because you want to make sure you know you're not disappointing a the fans, but then b management who entrusted something like that in you, um, and you want to maintain that respect and that level of you know, we're going to continue to use you. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a few different approaches to go about it. And I'm sure, like, coming coming to the ring and presenting yourself as a challenger for a title versus presenting yourself and coming out with that that title, with that championship as the champion, um, has to be... In, in in its own way kind of two very different worlds because like you know you're you're coming out you know look look you know you're to achieve the goal versus like I've, I've already achieved the goal now i just i have to keep it i have to get everybody else 
from from knocking me off this this pedestal. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing too, being a champion it's it's not easy. You have to stay innovative, you have to try different things, do new things. Um going into a championship match, I mean, you know, it it really is about that presentation because you're the challenger. You don't want to just be some I don't know, some nobody that's getting in the ring and they're going to just bust you up in 4 minutes. Uh, you want to go the limit, you know. You want to you want to push the champion and make sure that you know you're giving them your all because if you don't, then it's not going to look favorable for anybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think the mindset going into a championship match, even that again, can just vary on the situation, the promotion, where you're at, what, what's going on around you. Um, hey, bud, this here real quick, not to interrupt, but nothing. Oh, yeah. Nothing gets done without this guy. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. there's there's more important things than any of us. I mean, that's the <laughs> king right there. <laughs> he just jumped up here, <laughs> but he'll tell you, being a champion, defending the title, is I would probably say tougher than going into the challenger because to hold the title, maintain it, you got the target on your back, so everybody's gunning for you, everybody's bringing their best stuff. Um, but then as the challenger, you can kind of sneak in there, you can throw your best stuff at the the champion and you know you can probably come out on top which is how i got that bad boy there you go <laughs> um and i know it's it's as as a champion um you're also you're you're one person who everybody has their eyes on and they can see uh what you do how you move your mannerisms in the ring and you also there may be people who you face from outside of the normal uh, the normal usual suspects that you usually see. So what's the difference for you as a wrestler between performing at say your PPW where you're like, you're there, you're champ, everybody knows you. And then also you're making your four way into the mid Atlantic mid Atlantic uh, this weekend, heading down to VCW in Virginia. So even now with a little bit of time and X seasoning under you, how different is it between being where everybody knows your name and being where you get to be this new shiny and how much different is it between your mindset between maintaining your, your image and building an image somewhere else? Yeah, it's fun. Honestly, like I think going to new places and kind of spreading your reach, it's there's like a, there's like a first day of school feel to it. Like, a good like butterflies in your belly. There's an excitement in the air almost because it's like you said, like maybe nobody there knows you. Maybe a couple people know you cool. Um, but you're, you're meeting these people for the first time. You're making your first impression. So you have that opportunity to really wow them, win them over, uh, present kind of some of your, you know, best stuff that you have and really enjoy it more than a lot of other matches. Cause I don't know maybe I'm speaking for myself here, but when you're at one promotion for, for so long, and you can probably relate this to some of the TV programs. I, I feel like I've heard a, a few of the guys on like the main roster say how it's like, I think Chris Jericho, even he says like, sometimes you just have to go away, give them mm -hmm. a issue. Make get them miss you. And you know, exactly. So it's a little more challenging to a degree when you are at some place continuously seeing the same audience, trying to wow the same crowd um, without, you know, any sort of break in between. But then when you get to go to new places, it's like, all right, Hey, here we are. Let's make some fun. Like let's make some magic here tonight. Let's have a good time. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I think, yeah, just there, there's a lot more kind of just jittery excitement that I feel going to new places. Well, it probably, I would imagine it probably helps you, you know, from, from, I don't want to say like getting stagnant, but, but when, when you're presenting yourself to a new audience, you know, you don't, you don't want to just rely on, on, you know, the, the, the same, you know, three hit songs that got you there. You know, you want to, you want to make that good first impression whenever, when everybody knows who you are, I would imagine, um, not, not that, that you're, you're relaxed or you don't, you don't take it seriously, but, but there, there's, there's like a, I would imagine a different type of energy, um, for you to, to go out there and, and say, you know, this is who I am, um, and make them kind of want to see you again and see you more. Oh yeah. Big time. I can't help but keep thinking of, uh, the cheers theme song. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes you go where everybody knows your name. <laughs> that just yeah, kept and, my head. Yeah. And it's probably, it's probably good for you too, where at, at places that, see you more regularly they have an expectation of what you're going to get from a bro keller match Mm -hmm. but then you go to somewhere else it may be it it gives does does it give you that like freeing sense of being able to maybe try something different add another wrinkle that you can possibly see how it works like i know with with comedians they'll they'll workshop sets in different places until eventually they have their special and then it's the best parts of everything is that kind of do you take that into consideration when you have your first times uh, at different promotions? Yeah, that's the fun of it. I mean, it's cool when you can walk in somewhere they have no clue who you are. Maybe they'll give you like a courtesy clap. Cool, this guy, <laughs> neat. Um, but then you go out there, and for me, I get this you know this excitement because I can start to like grow on them. I can warm up to them. I can try to slowly pull them in. And bring them into the world of Bro Keller just throughout one match, even. Right. Cool, you can have a storyline that would be neat too if you're able to, you know, get consecutive bookings. But even if not, <clears throat> excuse me, when you come out, you do the entrance, they're like, oh, okay. Have a little start to the match. Oh, all right. Get towards the middle of the match, like, okay, this dude's going. And then, like, you get to the finish, like, all right, yep, we're in on this. <laughs> so, like, that's the goal, that's the mission. And, if you're able to accomplish that, it, there's there are very few more gratifying feelings in the world, especially when like I've like, you know, you've seen it on TV, too, where you get like a please come back chant. One of those. Yeah, like, it just it it really objectifies this entire sport because, sure, there's no grade. There's no numbers. You can't put anything on a scale, even though, of course, the five star ratings are always chatted about. <laughs> right. Um, but again, that's still subjective but then when you have an audience of people that are objectively chanting like please come back it tells you even if it wasn't perfect you did something right that they appreciated and they want to see more of you exactly jim did you have something else uh yeah so i mean we we've we've been talking about you know new places and and places you've been before there's there's been uh there's been bro keller sightings as of late on on both uh, WWE and AEW uh, TV. Um, you know, for for somebody that's 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 kind of been been behind the curtain. You know, I, I think one of the one of the biggest you know mysteries, so to speak, in in wrestling today is is how different are uh, the these two places? How different are the these two productions? So, um, as 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 you've been an, an observer in, in both um, 
in with both companies. Is, is there anything significantly different that that, that you've seen in, in terms of you know how how these shows to, are put together? I mean, we always get rumors on Monday afternoons and Friday afternoons about one company and and different things like that with scripts being thrown out and all of those sorts of things and and and. Um, you know, I don't want to give too many trade secrets away, but, but for somebody that, that, that's been there, um, you know, what, what, what have you observed, um, in terms of both of these companies? Yeah, it's funny because I feel like I keep hearing and seeing a lot where, um, and with good reason, I suppose, especially given WWE's current situation. Uh, What's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, right. Can you enlighten me? Everything's <laughs> good. Vince is okay, right? Everything. <laughs> No. Everything's totally normal. <laughs> Everything's great. Everything is fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I feel like a lot of people kept trying to say, like, okay, WWE's toxic. You're walking on eggshells all the time. Everybody's always looking over their shoulder or whatever, whatever. Um, and then like they would make it out to seem like AEW. Then oh, it's this you know luscious work environment. Everybody there is so welcoming and so supportive. Whatever it might be. And it just felt like there were two different sides of a coin. And it felt like WWE was always super negative. AEW was super positive. But for me personally, I really didn't get much difference in either one. Um, I mean, everybody from both sides were super accommodating, very welcoming. Um, I mean, some of the top stars from both companies just walked right up to me, shook my hand, said, hi, it was nice to meet you. And they continued on about their business. Like, I wouldn't say one was really that much different from the other aside from just purely the scale WWE's, you know, doing massive arenas and AEW's doing slightly smaller arenas, but that's just where they're at right now. Um, but I think overall they're very similar. I mean, you still see, you know, everything backstage it's wrestling and it's like this on the Indies too. Everything backstage is kind of madness for a little while. <laughs> right. uh, People are running around, putting things together, organizing the show. And that's really what it is. For the most part, people are just doing their jobs, whether it be the wrestlers, the producers, the trainers, the doctors. Like, There's so much that happens at one single show. And any instance that I've had so far this year, the past couple of years, being in either side, it's always been a great experience. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I've been backstage a lot of independent shows, and everything was totally calm and normal, and <laughs> nothing was chaotic. Whatsoever. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Not we've the least bit, right? we we have all been there. The uh, the the so and so didn't show up, or uh, mm -hmm. doctor's not here yet. Ghost stall sort of a things. Yeah, uh, it's it's that's it's the fun. <laughs> the doctor's not here yet. Ghost stall. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's the looking to every stuck in traffic. It'll be 25 minutes. <laughs> yep. Um, They'll have fun. Yeah, yeah. We've we've what we've all been do? there. We've all seen those we, things. We can't put a match out there. There's no doc. <laughs> they don't want me. They don't want to hear me talk for 25 minutes. Are we gonna give away the raffle now? <laughs> like what are we? Tonight's 50-50 raffle. Six dollars thirty-three cents. Who wants it? Who wants it? <laughs> we're doing we're doing double raffles. We're doing a pre-show and then a po <laughs> intermission raffle. Um. But it is it's it's very awesome to hear, and I've I've always been interested. Is like it feels like the wrestling business is like resizing a picture on a computer, where wrestling is always going to be the same thing. But as you expand out, you obviously add more detail and you add more things. But the nuts and the bolts of it, like the, 
between the organized chaos backstage and what goes on in front of camera or no camera or studio lighting or uh, rec center lighting. It's all very much to scale. That's that's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, The last question I've got for you, and I know that there's still there's still a lot of room for growth for you as a performer. But if there's is there something that you've learned over the stretch of your career so far that you could like crunch down and if you could feed it to day one pro and like, Hey, it's not great, but this hold this, this will get you. If you had this, then what would it be? Which, which for the record, I think I may have been in the building was, was, was day one, bro. Was that over at ACW? It most certainly was. I'm I'm fairly certain I was there. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm fairly certain I was there for that one. Cause, cause I remember the loudest group of people I've ever experienced at a, at a probably almost any independent show I've been to were there <laughs> for the bro show. I do remember that vividly. That- like to hear, yeah, me versus Twisted Tate, day one, that was it. But man, this is a tricky one, a little nugget I know. For, for past me. Because um, it feels like it's 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 so unique with professional wrestling, and I don't think people truly understand how much you learn and grow from being in this industry. And it's not just in the industry it's outside just the way i've been able to socialize with people or the way i've been able to cultivate relationships and just how i've dealt with just business and work and there's so much that i feel like i've learned throughout the course of my career it's so hard to encapsulate one little tidbit um it would be probably though if if i could narrow it down it would just be to be patient i know early on i would get flustered and kind of frustrated because it was like, okay, I want to keep going. I want to do this. I want to do that. Uh, I want to get to this stage. And I mean, sometimes you just have to build yourself up to that. And even if you think you're ready, you kind of get, you know, a little dose of uh, just humble pie, really, where it's like, no, you're not ready for that. Take your time, slow down, because there's still so many more things that you could be doing. Um, That I feel like, I mean, a lot of wrestlers, even just in general, Like, if I'll watch a match that I did last week versus a match I did three years ago, it's almost hilarious (laughs) how different they can be. Because it is. It's like, even on that scale, just slowing down in the ring, taking my time, doing the things between moves, not necessarily just doing the moves. Um, There's, yeah, there's a lot that I would probably like to tell day one me. (laughs) And just be like, dude, chill out. (laughs) There it is. That's the one. It's like chill out that that encapsulates everything it's like your mindset chill it out in the ring yo less is more like Mm -hmm. let it let it breathe do let stuff happen and so that's awesome that's good that's that's, and that's also like a good nugget even to give if if there happens to be an aspiring wrestler who who falls across 3ct this episode that's a wonderful piece of advice to to get at, at any level, especially if you're, you have aspirations like you do to take this thing as far as you can and drive it till the wheels fall off. So pretty much. And the wheels are getting a little wobbly right now. <laughs> we just got to get routine maintenance. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you've got to rotate the tires and gotta get your oil changed. And 
if we can go on a little diatribe on that real quick. By Please, the way. let's do it. <laughs> People need more self-care. I'm very guilty of it. Stretching is the biggest thing. You keep seeing blown ACL, torn Achilles, quadricep. I mean, like, there's so many different things that are happening right now. People got to do it. Literally, my phone is propped up on my Hypervolt. If you don't know what it is, it's a massage gun for your muscles, and it's incredible. So take care of yourselves. Hydrate, stretch, sleep at night. There you go. Those are the lessons. <laughs> couple, couple people uh, follow, uh, following along with this live. Uh, apparently, you're not only a, uh, a great wrestler, golfer uh, as well. <laughs> Uh, Hayden says that that you whooped his ass in in, in golf. Uh, De- Devin here says uh, he he had the joy to be with you in the ring one time, reffing one, a couple of your matches. Uh, yeah. So good to see Devin checking in with us. And uh, and Kevin says Bro Keller's the man. We I mean we tend to agree, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so we we we're gonna talk about uh some few things away from from kind of the the, the bro Keller story if we're gonna gonna make a documentary about it but I know I know at some point here you're gonna you're gonna have a hard out so so let's get the like formal where can people follow you where can people check you out uh like we said we know you're getting to the mid-atlantic this weekend so kind of give people the rundown where they can keep up with what you're doing and then and then we'll keep you on here as long as we can Absolutely. So I keep it super duper easy. It's Bro Keller everything. So if you're on Facebook, Bro Keller, B-R-E-A-U-X Keller. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, obviously, at Bro Keller. Uh, Instagram, at Bro Keller. You guessed it. Snapchat, you don't need my Snapchat. Um, <laughs> but it's super easy. Yeah, hit me up. Let's get Let's get acquainted here. Let's be friends. Like, share, follow. You know the routine. All right, good deal. Uh, so we are going to move into you know we 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 kind of uh, we kind of hit on it here a, a minute ago uh, with some of the the chaos going around in the in the uh, the world of the world wrestling entertainment. Um, you know we 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 know Vince McMahon now retired. We 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 jumped on 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 Friday to kind of do a, a rapid reaction to um, you know what what is what has gone down in WWE with with the end of the the Vince McMahon era, but, but kind of our, our question of the week this week is what is Vince McMahon's legacy? Um, and, and bro, as our guest, we'll, we'll, I'll lead it to you first. Um, when that, when that question hits your ears, what, what is Vince McMahon's legacy? It's, it's tough because again, it's, you can't put everything that he's done into just like one finite answer. Like he built this global, multimedia wrestling conglomerate um, after freaking buying it from his father and turn like eliminating the territories and making wrestling what it is today. Like without him, you could argue that there probably wouldn't even be wrestling on television, which is a lot to say for one man to, to accomplish. But then also like he was the best villain of all time. Like I, I think very few people can debate that. Maybe Hulk Hogan as Hollywood, but even that is still kind of, he was really cool. <laughs> but Vince McMahon, the greatest heel villain that's ever existed. Like without Vince, even Stone Cold Steve Austin might not have become what he became. And that feud is one of the greatest of all time as well. Just those two constantly going back and forth. Vince being the evil empire, Austin fighting the revolution, and uh, there's so many things. His creative genius, I think Jericho, again, was just mentioning something where 
he had such an ability to not just like give you all these ideas you would give him an idea he would tweak one little thing and then it would be this great idea so uh, it's so hard to say what one little thing would be his legacy because i think so many pillars almost like add up to what he brought to the wrestling world yeah tim when 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 you hear this when you hear what is what is vince mcmahon's legacy what what comes out from you He's the guy who won Monopoly. Okay. <laughs> At a certain point in time, like he was around long enough that he had every piece on the board. Owned everything. Even if it was only for like a small point in time where there was a point in time where the only thing that was wrestling was WWF and then impact hadn't happened yet. And ROH hadn't happened yet from like April 01 to February 02. Very small window. But even then, Vince did it. He was wrestling. His his form of wrestling, sports entertainment, pal, was it. That was it. Right. And, of course, like all great games of Monopoly – you quit the game after like you can't even finish and you're knocking the board over famous Dane cooks, <laughs> famous Dane cook F this uh, game. <sighs> Nana's a cheating whore. If, if you, so, if you've never, if you've, ne- if you were your friends and never flipped over a monopoly table, you've never played a game, a true game of monopoly. That's what I've always said. Right. Like you're, you're played a true game. of monopoly. <laughs> you just gotta, if there was a way to make it faster, like speed run monopoly, oh, that'd be incredible. Yeah, that and risk. Like, oh god, risk takes like three years. Yeah, like, if you've never played risk, risk, it's the, the, right it's now. still happening. It, it, literally. <laughs> yeah, but Vince is gonna be, he'll be maligned for so many different things. Whether it's it's things that have actually happened or things that are being reported or have been reported about him, but then also the the hearsay that you hear about Vince and the way he's handled things in the past, but stripping all of that back, even with all of the bad, it got us to where we are today. Like I, I was always a WCW kid grew up six Oh five. That was my time. Six. What is six o'clock? Six Oh five. Hey, my wrestling got preempted for Braves baseball. That's okay. It happens. Whatever. And so, but you come to respect what the WWF did. They had to change and they've gone through so many things. And for the longest time, Vince was pushing that envelope to get to be where he was the show in town. Um, You know, part of, part of what people say is that, you know, when he was the last game in town, Maybe because there was no competition, that's where things get a little little sideways for Vince. But complacency. There's no, there's you're not chasing anyone, mm-hmm. so like you're setting the pace. You could walk. If yeah. nobody's in front of you, you're going faster than everybody, and so. But I'll always I'll try to remember Vince 
or Vince McMahon's legacy as like the guy who did it. Like, sure. He actually won the thing he was setting out to do. He did it. Yeah, I, I think for me, when, I, when I'm thinking about it, is uh, part of me is not 100% sure that Vince, Vince's legacy has been cemented yet. <laughs> 100%. Because, like, okay, so we, we, we know the things that have come out in the last month or so. Then he retires. Is Was the retirement uh, a, a kind of behind-the-door deal with the media outlets to be like, hey, call up the dogs, I'm done, I'm out, Let's let's just... Let's let's all walk away from this. Or I don't think we're ever gonna know, right? And 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 like that. The, and that's the wild part is is like. But we know. Well, yeah. But we know. Like all of <laughs> right. us, all of us have been at places or heard of places where this stuff happens. Sure. And there's there's a nice little meeting that goes. So we heard about what happened. <laughs> we're not gonna fire you, but. You're gonna if, if you wanted to resign, we won't stop we'd you. Let you. Yeah, we'd let you. And if you choose not to resign, you wouldn't get this really sweet severance package, <laughs> and we'd have to go. We'd have to go a little farther. Yeah. So, like, do us the favor. Right. Help us. Mm-hmm. Help us help you. And yeah. and like that's the thing too. Like if he if he hangs on for another week, does like. Do those stories from what is it? Another one from the Wall Street Journal and the Bryant Gumble special and all of that. Like, are those things continuing to move on, or, or do those things stop? So, so there's there's a, there's a there's a, it's complicated. It, it really is. It is a complicated legacy. Um, and I, I think I think eventually, um, you know, uh, time time will put things aside and, and what i mean by that is like i mean look vince mcmahon's human as much as we don't want to believe that that vincent kennedy mcmahon is actually a human being like there will be a time when he is no longer on this planet and 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 i think uh eventually the time will remember uh him as the head of the wwf wwe and the creating wrestlemania and and doing things and yes there will be there will be a portion of that story that is not pretty and, and and in no way shape or form is the legacy of how history will remember Vince McMahon is it to diminish um the the bad things that have happened because they are serious things and and we've talked about those serious things um but yeah when when looking at the legacy it's it's going to be the guy who um made wrestling something that Almost everyone, and and that that's the crazy part is whether people are still fans or not. At at some point, I feel like the majority of the people that you come into contact with will have some core memory of of World Wrestling Federation or or pro wrestling as a whole, and that that's a product of that's a product of Vince McMahon, w- without question. So yeah, it's it's a it's a complicated legacy. Um, we'll see over the next probably you know, two to six months if there's more complicated portions of this legacy that we'll find out about. But, um, you know, that 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 story will uh, remain to be told, and, and we will look at that uh, as it as it comes to us. Um, but, bro, while we, we still have you, I know we only have you for a couple more minutes here. Uh, SummerSlam is this weekend. Um, so we're not going to – we won't run down the whole card with you. We'll do that once once we cut you loose. But there there is a uh, a, a big-time match – 
uh, that is supposedly the last time we're going to see this thing. Uh, and it's a last man standing man, right? We all know the gimmick. Look, we've 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 been we've been around. We know we know the story. But um, in case of emergency, Brock Glass, and, and here we are. Um, but uh, Roman Reigns puts the Universal uh, Undisputed Universal Championship uh, on the line against Brock Lesnar in a last man standing match. Um, is Brock going to end uh, the reign of the head of the table, or will uh, will the Tribal Chief stand tall? That's that's a very interesting concept because I feel like Roman has held that freaking championship. How long has it been now? Do you guys have like a uh, Saturday will be 699 days. Yep. That's a very long, That's title a long reign. time. So, <laughs> so like in my mind, it's clearly nobody can beat this man. Um, he's already beaten Brock as well. Of course he's had his tribe tribal there. You know what I'm talking about? The bloodline, the bloodline, the bloodline. Thank you. Um, He's had their assistance in the past, but I don't know. I feel like this is a big one. Outdoor show. All the news outlets are always talking about Roman Reigns and his contract and how much time he has left and whatnot. Um, But I would honestly would like to see a a money in the bank cash in. Like I want to see something cool, different and unique. And even if it becomes a triple threat in some capacity, if Seth gets thrown into the match, I don't, I don't even know what his situation is going to be. But I'm very interested. Yeah. I don't know right. who wrestle. But I, I feel like something's got to happen with that title. So some way, shape, or form, Roman Reigns is going to lose his championship. Wow. I, I didn't even think about Seth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the interesting wrinkle all of a sudden. Right, because like I, I heard, and and if you if you haven't heard, and you're you're listening along, watching us on Facebook, YouTube, <clears throat> um, the match with Riddle is call is being called due to uh, Riddle having a stinger or whatever the brachioplexy. Bah, yeah, bah, look, bah, look, and- we're dealing with with wrestling fans here. Can we stop using yeah. medical <laughs> terms? Tell him his neck facility. hurts. You know, give us one of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got a sting. He's got a sting. Yeah. And so, um, man, if Rollins gets put in that match, be awesome. Rollins is also the last guy to beat Roman. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, he lost. So he beat him. Was it at the Rumble? It was Rumble. He won by DQ, but he he, he won beat... by DQ. But it's the only time Roman has actually lost a title match in this run. Yeah, and that was when Seth dressed up like the Shield. That's yeah to face Roman. Oh, and man. so yeah, so there's definitely like the one person who's got the wrinkle against Roman is is Seth. Um, but that is just insane. Like, I didn't even think about what, what Rollins could be in that sort of situation. Yeah. I I'm just curious assumed, to see what happens with him. Yeah. I just assumed he would probably like, in my head, it's like, oh, they're saying riddles out, but he'll show up and there'll be like an unsanctioned fight or, oh, What's Orton doing? Summer vacation. Right, magically that back injury heals up. His kids are going back to school soon, right? Like he can go away, and he he can come back to work. And so, like, with all of that, man, 
And that's what this is what makes wrestling so good is like if you even if you boil you boil it down to just like the fan level. Mm-hmm. You stop looking at it and you're trying to read through dirt sheets and reports and anything. If you're just watching Can what's on TV. Can we stop that by the way? I, I like would love to. Everybody's more concerned with dirt sheets than they are with the program. That's me. There was a long time so when when the internet blew up, I was or when I when the internet blew up around me, I was king of oh smackdown's taped let me look up smackdown results oh for you you did that to, you to, son to, of a gun uh it's my fault that's my bad and now <laughs> it's like i follow it but i feel bad I, I don't i wouldn't say i would feel bad but i'm very much like my grandma at the time my grandma loved soap operas but she <laughs> would whenever we would go to the grocery store we would have to buy both of the soap opera digests oh no <laughs> there was the small one and the long one because she needs to know if uh Jason from General Hospital is re-signing his contract <laughs> to play Jason. Or what's Sonny Corinthos doing? Uh, where is he going? Or Brenda? What's Brenda doing? Like, we gotta come, know like, what Brenda's up to. Ever, yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta yeah. know. That's like, the important what, stuff. The char- she's gone away. She's back. And like, oh, this character has been dead for ten years, and now they're coming back. Why are they coming back? Like, Grandma, if you just watch for like another week and a half, you'll <laughs> see the guy come back. You don't need to know before it happens and but that was kind of me too as a kid like we have especially with how fast how fast everything can get to you instantaneous instantaneous like i'm what when i'm really bad about is if i hear of like a celebrity death Mm. i'm the like as soon as i hear something i immediately go to tmz yeah, oh. and if it's if it's not on TMZ, it's not real. You're like, nope, that ain't because real yet. TMZ's that's got the, it. That's the TMZ outlet. has it. Like I remember when Michael Jackson passed away. I was like, I don't believe it. Let me go to TMZ. <laughs> Michael Jackson. There died. was your confirmation. Yeah, done. That's all I needed. And and that's kind of there's certain people out in regards to like I like using this in quotes now because there's a lot of them, but I feel there's only like a few of them and that's wrestling journalists. Right. There's a few, (laughs) but really everyone's a wrestling journalist. If they ask you, like you, if, if somebody asks is, is Tim Taylor from three CT a wrestling journalist? Yeah. He does a podcast. He knows something like, like I'm not a wrestling journalist. I love the not the tool man sign, by the way, just in yeah. that, that was great. Yeah. And like, it's, um, it's like, I'm a pundit at best. I'm a talking head. That's it. I like, I've got fun. Co-pops yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. How like I've, I've always tried to say about us is like, is, is we're just, this show became a show because like we were just friends that talked about wrestling that just decided to do it to a bigger audience yeah that's that's literally all it was like you know we'll see things you know we'll we'll post news when it's actually news like we try not to get we try not to get down in the mud too much because there's there's just it it it, it gets uglier and deeper and you're never going to get out if you if you go too far in um twitter yeah and and like man it like just And actually, like over the last like year or so, I've actually I've been so busy that I haven't been able to live in the cesspool as much, Good. which has made yeah, which has made things so much better and so much oh. more enjoyable. 
Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, you want to know what's going on? Watch the show. That's, yeah, that, exactly. that, that's the best and way to do it. And that's the only stuff you need to know. Yeah. Because like there's truth, there's truth and there's fiction. And depending on who you listen to, truth may not be truth. Like yeah. you go, go back to the, the, the hot button item of when Vince McMahon retires on Friday, Brock Lesnar says, if he's gone, I'm right. Gone. He, he's gone. And he walks out. I think that was real. I so, saw I I saw a really interesting perspective on this because um, Brock Lesnar, like it, when he was on the Pat McAfee show, like admitted, like he has uh, like big time social anxiety. Like yeah. he has a very small circle. And and I saw somebody say that that when the guy that literally has been, you know, the, the, the guy that the, the wrestled dad for his basically his entire career, um, just up and up and retires like as a person with anxiety i i get like when you when you get a a a big time major change sometimes you just freak out and you and you gotta go you gotta get out of the moment and you gotta collect yourself and maybe that maybe that's what that was maybe he just left the building and then all of a sudden was like hold on i can do this or or vince called him or texted him or something was like hey kid it's gonna be fine get back there you'll be cool yeah especially since brock's like one of the rare guys that doesn't get his information right. super quick. Uh, yeah. Maybe if he had a phone, <laughs> he would have saw at nine o'clock that Vince retired <laughs> right. instead of showing up at the building. Be like, where's Vince? Um, Mr. McMahon is not here. What? Is, what? What do you mean? He retired. Like I'm man doesn't get here. sick. So where is he? <laughs> right. Here's where I think that it's a fine line when you use the phrase, walk out especially right now because who were the last two people to walk out i'm so ready to see where they're going by the way right. sasha and trinity yeah yeah like now now triple h is in charge um sasha and triple h have so much history right right like sasha had some would say Sasha's peak was under Triple H, like when, at, like the boss, like building the boss in NXT. That was all Triple H. If anybody can salvage the relationship between Sasha Banks and the WWE, it's it probably Triple H. Probably, yeah. But also, Sasha and Trinity can literally punch their ticket anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere you, you, easily. Oh, you think easily. A, you think AEW couldn't use two TV ready girls right now? They you think could. Impact? You think Impact couldn't use two TV ready girls? Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Golden, golden rest, tickets. That's just that's just wrestling. Sure, side. sure. That doesn't even talk about like actual mainstream media exposure that they could get too. See, um, that's what I'm curious. I guess of what they're gonna do. Like, are they going to do something here? Are they like, are they still even with WWE? That's the other question. Yeah, that depends on you know? what wrestling journalists <laughs> right. read. Like, right. Well, I saw. They're, I, they're I, not on the. They're not on the internal roster. They've been silently released. But when was the last time the WWE silently released anyone? Yeah. Every time there's a big fill in the blank. Uh, or we wish fill in the blank well in all of their future, future endeavors. endeavors. Right. Yep. Everyone, everyone gets it. Even even CM Punk got it. 
Right. Mm-hmm. At, right. At a certain well, point and, and, in time, even Punk got it. And earlier, it was earlier after he was walked walked out, but yeah. he still got it. I mean, earlier today, I, I saw it was is WWE hopes to rectify the relationship between them and and Sasha and Naomi now that Triple H is. So to me, that that says that if you can rectify a relationship, they're not fired. Because right. if they're fired and they're not in the company, then you need to rehire them. Which I guess exactly. there's still a degree of rectifying that. But again, it's Leave it's of it's absence, probably, right. It's all complicated. You know? It's all um, yeah. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be wild to see. Um, you know where when did wrestling become a business anyway? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, bro, I know I know you got to get out of here, man. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure uh, having you on. We we can't wait to see you. I know. Um, there's PPW stuff coming up for you. I know you're going to be at the big show uh, in Lancaster in August. Uh, we will definitely be there uh, to see you do yeah. your thing. Uh, we absolutely appreciate it, man. And uh, and it won't be. It may have been. It may have taken a long time for the first time, but we will see you again. Absolutely. Yeah, I won't be a stranger here, fellas. I appreciate you taking the time to have me on. It's been a great time. Absolutely, man. Take care of yourself. We'll see you again soon. All right. I'll see you guys. All right. Take it easy. All right, so thanks again, bro. Keller joining us here tonight. Good dude. Good to absolutely. What a good looking man. Man, man. makes us look just, worse than I, we are. <laughs> I got lost in the questioning because I was just looking at his smile. It, you know, it's a great I smile. Was just, I was just done. Great smile, great hair, and that like, dog. Great dog. The pug, man. It's not fair. Like no, no, it's he's not. Gotta, like he's got to have eight toes, right? Like, something. There's got to be something about him. Yeah, there's got. We, like, that'll be that'll be the next dirt sheet. Is is everybody has one flaw, <laughs> and it's put hit the hit the hit the breaking news sounder. Where did uh, we got? Uh, I'm got, a journalist. I gotta find it. Where are we at? Bro, Keller's got eight toes on his left foot. <laughs> there it is. Maybe Tweet that's why he can it fly at so three good. count Thursday. Bro Keller has eight toes on his left foot. We will retweet that. <laughs> but again, thank you, uh, thank you, bro, for joining us, uh, and and thank you everyone for 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 being there, interacting. Um, love the comments, uh, of course. Uh, yeah, um, Hook is the FTW champion. That's a thing that happened yesterday. We got, we got a little bit of space to fill. We do. I know Matt's going to be joining us here in a little bit. I think Ryan's going to be jumping on with us. Um, did you watch Dynamite? I did actually last night. Okay, Ricky Starks, mm-hmm. and and we'll, I'll talk about him again when we start going around the horn for Wrestler of the Week. Not a spoiler, but Ricky Starks is on my list. Okay, I mentioned him the last time we we met. Of uh, WWE don't need to be worried about going after MJF. They need to focus on absolute Ricky Starks. That man's a sports entertainer. Um, bruh, they gave him everything last night. Yeah. He got a commercial. He got a TV win over Super Over Danhausen. He did the Honky Tonk Man call out. He faced Super Over Indie Darling Hook. Almost beat Hook loses gets the dap from hook then cuts the babyface promo of this millennium only to get 
bum rushed by that no good snake in the grass powerhouse Hobbs. Right? Dude, that was a shot, by the way. Is there been a person in 20 minutes of television on wrestling that has has elevated their stock? Nah. Bonafide dude. Like, the only thing now that's keeping Ricky Starks out of the main event is the fact that Big Meat Castle Powerhouse Hobbs like decleated him with a ham hock arm. Dude, that was a shot. A shot. And I love Powerhouse Hobbs. Right? I love Hobbs. I thought Hobbs and Starks was a great team. It was also like a great like buddy cop movie too, I believe. Hobbs and Starks. It's like it's so great. <laughs> but now the implosion, the implosion of Team Taz because who is on Team Taz now? Is Hook still on Team Taz? Team Taz member Hook beat Team Taz member Ricky Starks because right, we saw Taz the fist bump. FTW belt, and then Ricky's uh, Ricky Starks Team Taz member Ricky Starks gets blasted by Team Taz member Powerhouse Hobbs, and and Taz on commentary goes, "Well, what the freak are you doing?" <laughs> It was so like good. somebody's like, sitting back there. The sensor button go. Don't do it, Taz. Don't. Taz, don't. A, if anything, Taz, you're a GD professional. Come you on, lock it up. You lock it lock in. Lock it up, Taz. <laughs> but between Monday Night's Raw, which there's, I'll say, there's a long way to go mm-hmm. for Monday Night Raw. But. This is probably one of the better Monday Night Raws in recent memory. It was it was much more cohesive. And I I'm curious, it's one of those things. Is it part Triple H's perspective on it? Is it the fact they were in Madison Square Garden and they couldn't put on a bad show? Well, that's true. Like, what is it? it? It felt the way the way it flowed on television. It felt very ECW back in the day. Okay. Where one thing immediately led into the next thing. So if you look at like the first 45 minutes hour of television, you've got the Logan Paul Miz thing starting off hot. Roman comes out. Roman gets interrupted by Theory. Roman goes to leave. Theory jumps Jimmy Us or Jay Uso, Jay lets him slide. Then here comes Drew passing Roman. Then they fight. Then there's a run in with the the fight night dudes, and then Bob Lashley comes out. In the first hour of WWE television, you have successfully put over the World Tag Team Champions, the WWE Champion, the United States Champion, and Mr. Money in the Bank. I mean, that first hour was basically hour. like the theory hour. Yeah. I mean, it was, but it was, yeah, it was, theory, yeah. you know, right. look, I, I, I get it, man. You know, there's, there's, there's multiple reasons, some legit, some rumored that, you know, why, why, why people don't uh, like theory, but the guy's getting better at what he does every week. You may not like what he does. You may not like who he is. Right. But what he's doing every week, he's getting better at. I wasn't thrilled that he became Mr. Money in the Bank. But I think the way that they're using him as Mr. Money in the Bank um, 
it has been a great utilization of who Theory is as Mr. Money in the Bank. He is supposed to be that annoying little shit that just won't go away. And and that's how they're using him. And they're doing it perfectly. He's embraced it, and he's doing it perfectly. Um, And, like, he's getting time with the toppest of top guys in this company. Um, And that includes going back to WrestleMania with the now departed Vince McMahon, Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, and 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 all of that, like and new Shane McMahon, Pat. <laughs> That's right. And um, I said Shane McMahon, and nobody else can Shane say McMahon. it because I already did it. <laughs> um, uh-huh. and we may not even get anybody else. I, I think Ryan's going to be a, a late scratch. He is he is a little later getting on the road um, than, than expected. We'll we'll see if Matt can jump on. If not. Uh, Tim and I are professional podcasters. We we can handle the job. Um, Devin uh, Devin has an interesting comment. He says Hook is overrated. In my opinion, he just doesn't get it. Um, I think I see where he's coming from. Hook is greener than goose shit, but he's also over as fuck. And it and I don't it just that green or he, or is it is it just he's just that new? It like or they're just portraying him as as. I don't want to say cool? basic in a bad way. Uh, yeah. Cool? Sure. Because he is cool. Like, people don't... Uh, now, I'll ask I'll ask Devin this, you're, if you're still here, Devin. And, and I, I'm asking this. I'm at, this is... Uh, I'm not being... I'm not trying to be funny. Like, this is actually... I'm not, I'm not going to dunk on you for anything. Did you or do you get Orange Cassidy? Oh, okay. Because and my 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 suspect my suspicion is that either Devin didn't get Orange Cassidy and does now, or still kind of doesn't get Orange Cassidy. Fair. If you don't get OC, you're not going to get Hook. But Hook is the the catchphrase they give him is the cold blooded handsome devil. He's a good-looking kid who knows his stuff. His dad is Taz. Taz, one of the toughest MFs in the history of wrestling. Taz, er, Hook is basically, like, I'm I'm going to get dunked for this. He's sexy Taz. Okay, yeah. Hook's got great hair. He's got a great body. He's He's got... I think that's why I don't like him. I'm jealous of the hair. I think that's what it he's is. Got, he's got all of Taz's moveset. He's got a bomb entrance theme from uh, Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. His presentation is off the charts. Absolutely. They're presenting him in such a way that it's letting him learn on the fly. Same thing they're doing with Jade Cargill. Okay, the presentation, yeah. The presentation of Jade Cargill does a great deal for Jade. It's not necessarily the bell to bell stuff, but there's nobody that looks like her. There's nobody that moves like her. She has a dominating presence. And when you see hook hooks, one of those guys where if you see hook, he looks different 
than other guys. And here's and Devin Devin's responded. I didn't get Orange Cassidy until later when I seen him wrestler wrestle, and then you get Orange Cassidy. There hasn't been. I think this was Hook's second or third match ever on Dynamite. All the rest have been on uh, Rampage or I think maybe Dark Elevation. Yeah. But Hook. He's been in like nothing but squish matches. That's true. Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is the first guy of name that I think Hook's beat. Everybody, I mean, and that's not taking anything away from like Tony Nese. Um, that's not taking anything away from like the, the Bear Country dudes, anything like that. But Ricky Starks, star on the rise, who is now even rising higher after a loss to hook and so um if you're on the fence about hook just wait hey it's like bro said be patient buy buy stock in hook now until it's maybe a little pricey to get in on hook futures you know what i mean sure like hook Hook is going to be around and he's AEW has like five of like the hottest rising stars in wrestling. Yeah. With Hook, with Jade Cargill, with Wardlow, with Ricky Starks. Ward, was Wardlow even on this show last night? Nope. That's that's fucking wild. I don't think Wardlow's been on television since he won. He unified the titles. Uh, he had a title offense. Who did he defend against last week? Last week? Yeah, he defended. He defended against somebody. Let me look it up here. Because if he, you know and you're in the chat. OC. He YouTube. defended against OC. Oh, that that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So yeah, maybe he hasn't been seen since. He hasn't then. been there since he beat up OC. But again, AEW is so stacked. And they're they're getting healthy. Yeah. Now oh. with the return of, of Brian Daniel Bryanson. But then look at the star making performance from the main event. Now Daniel Garcia is a made guy. Dude, I did not I did not foresee him getting 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 the win like i i didn't i didn't either but then i started watching the match and i'm like god daniel bryan brian danielson is a world-class storyteller like he the sad the crazy thing is he's gonna be one of those guys that's, that's never like when you when you talk about the best i feel like hardly anybody ever brings him up when you talk about mount rushmore's I feel like the only the only way you you get like Daniel Bryan on a Mount Rushmore is if like you're talking about what was the greatest WrestleMania moment between WrestleMania 20 and WrestleMania 29 and WrestleMania 30. <laughs> like you know what I mean like well like what was what was the greatest episode of Monday Night Raw in the year that separated WrestleMania's 29 and 30. And like that's the set the, you know and I I'm, I'm being extra sarcastic about it but What's the greatest WrestleMania moment that should have never happened unless CM Punk ran away? <laughs> right. Um, you know what I mean? But but man, he is just time and time and time again 
the best or one of the best to do it now, to do it possibly all time. Like he is just an all time dude in that ring. He's a stud. It was, it was a great, it was a great match and a great showing for Daniel Garcia who, who needed it. He needed for sure. There was part of me that thought that Jericho and Hager were going to turn on Garcia. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I felt like it was evolution. Yeah. Like, like, Oh, he's the guy who beat Daniel Bryan. Oh, watch out. He's going to beat us soon. And we don't, we can't have that. And, and maybe like, we, Garcia, maybe we get there. Who One, one can hope and one can dream, but. All I know is we were blessed with two solid episodes of television between Monday Night Raw and Dynamite on Wednesday. Like Tony Khan was like, "Oh, Triple H is in charge. Let me let me do something real special." Yeah, like and, and 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 that's the wild thing too, man. And and you know, we'll 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 obviously we'll we'll get to our wrestlers of the week here in a little bit in, in, in the SummerSlam preview. Um but but in terms of I mean, look at what's changed in the in the seven days <laughs> uh since we were last on on the official three C T airwaves. I mean, uh Vince McMahon retires, Triple H Triple H returns, tr- Vince McMahon retires, Triple H and head of creative. Uh, and they like you know they uh, officially again uh, reiterate that 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 Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon are co-CEOs. Um, there's even bigger reports that that Kevin Dunn will likely be exiting WWE in in the coming months. Thank God. Um, so so I mean it it, it is just wild and um. You know, for for the for the duration of this this show, we we've talked about what is the what is the post Vince McMahon WWE going to look like, and it's insane that we're even talking about that. And and I I tweeted on Monday when and and I I th- this week has been busy. I didn't get it. I didn't get the two great sound clips from Monday Night Raw on the board this week, but the the one from Roman Reigns, your daddy isn't here anymore. And, man. and man, like I, I sent and there's, there, there's rumors that, that he, that, that wasn't on script, which I don't, there's no way Roman, I don't think there's, I don't think Roman's going off script to say that. I do. You think? Um, but I, I, I tweeted Especially out. in New York. Well, that's true. It's cool. Like it's tongue in cheek. Uh, it's hilarious to think that, that, that. Dave Meltzer thinks that Roman Reigns thinks it was Johnny Gargano. Like how long ago was the way? Yeah. Come on, Dave. You're supposed to be the guy. Um, but, but I get that he only watches like Japan and NXT and whatever, but, but the the thing I was not that influential. The thing that I, the thing that I tweeted out after that segment, uh, was theory in WWE right now, in the in the post Vince world, is one of the most intriguing people. Uh, and 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 somebody had like responded to the tweet. They're like, the fact that we're writing post Vince is still, uh, still fucking wild. Like I, I'm still not used to that. But but if you think about, I mean, 
we were sitting here, you know, theory has been like Vince's like little pet project on TV, reportedly behind the scenes. Like you're you're not gonna ha- you're not gonna do six months of TV as Vince McMahon's like little buddy, um, if he doesn't see something in you. And now all of a sudden he's gone. Um, and yeah, I get it. Triple H hired um, hired Theory from Evolve. Um, so so theoretically speaking, no pun intended. Uh, the 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 trajectory shouldn't change that much for theory, but Triple H isn't isn't attached to theory the way Vince was. Triple H may not see what Vince saw in theory, so Vin, the, the 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 vision for theory in WWE with Triple H as head of creative may not be the same. As Vince saw him, like Vince may have saw him, saw him cashing successfully cashing in the Money in the right. Bank briefcase. Does Triple H? Sure. You know, I don't know. Th- that's the that's one of the intriguing things, man. Um, I mean, we we got a, we got a guy on YouTube. You can always find us. Acknowledge him. Uh, I am Mr. Roman Reigns number one, Mr. Ooh Ah man. I will always uh, Roman Reigns' title reign should not end. Six hundred ninety nine days is not enough. Put a one in front of it. Oh yeah, and then put a zero at the end of the ninety-nine. Yeah, spoiler alert. I'm not picking. I'm not picking Brock on Sunday. Spoiler alert. Uh, but we'll we'll get there. Um, Devin says he wouldn't put his money on Starks uh, in AEW, depending on his contract, uh, because because of Cody, who obviously is very very close to. Um, now obviously in, in prominently in uh in the wwe so um yeah starks is going to be very interesting i don't i don't know uh when, when tony khan was rattling off the contract statuses of many of his top wrestlers in uh in 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 on busted open yesterday he i don't i don't remember him saying anything about ricky starks but but that was another thing uh in in and of itself um so so yeah, let's let's uh, transition here because we we do want to make sure we do not miss our uh, our weekly picks here for week number fifteen. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Freak on Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler on the week. Week number fifteen, uh, in our in our standings, as uh, as we rattle on. Wings. I f- I figured I wooed. I might as well hit it. Um, so let's start off here with the people's champ. Like I said, I forgot to make my picks for uh, for Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor. Uh, so I lost my I lost my throne. I got. I got taken down, but Big Mac from the Take Three Wrestling Podcast, and you can always uh, hear them. Um, they record, I should say even we, I'm, I'm basically part of the show at this point. Um, and I think Matt may be joining us over there this week, possibly. Um, so uh, check check us out. Uh, but FTR is the people's champ uh, this week, courtesy of Big Mac. So thank you uh, for getting that in. Again, if you want to try to... Uh, win your spot at picking our uh, People's Champ for the Wrestler of the Week. Go to digital.prowrestlingscorecards.com, create your account, click on Factions, and uh, make sure you join ours with the invite code 
AB85. Look for, uh, we'll make sure we post that out, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Probably sometime tomorrow you'll see it, uh, possibly even during uh, SmackDown. Uh, so you can get in and have your chance if you win the whole thing, uh, even if it's one of us. Because again, I was, I was, I've had the, the honors the past few weeks. So, uh, Tim, do we want to start off with any of the guys who aren't here? Do you want to give yours? Um, I'm down for whatever. All right. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go with Ryan? Uh, Ryan not with us uh, this evening. I did get his picks for uh, for SummerSlam. Uh, so at number five, he has Wheeler Yuta, uh, successful defense of the pure championship at death, Be- death before dishonor. Uh, number four, the new man in charge of creative with world wrestling entertainment, triple H, uh, a good nod, uh, to Hunter there, uh, FTR, the big win over the Briscoes at death before dishonor. Um, and the, uh, two out of three falls match, uh, comes in at Ryan's um, number three, Dalton Castle and the boys new, uh, Ring of Honor. Do they call them trios titles, or do they call the six man tag team titles in Ring of Honor? Uh, Ring of Honor six man. Tag okay, so the six, new six man tag team champions over there, and new Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion uh, Claudio Castagnoli is Ryan's number one. Um, here's here's a question. Now I know I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch the show, but um, Tim, what do you, what are your thoughts on on that? title match uh and i get why it opened the show i get why ftr and the briscoes closed the show but that that world title match was the second shortest match of the night um is is there is there any any feelings behind that or is it just it got the time that it got i think it just got the time that it got okay like it was a match that if you look at Aside from maybe, well, honestly, there were only two matches on that entire card that really had any heat. Three. Three. Sorry. And that was really like your three main event matches. FTR, Briscoes, two out of three. Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, and Wheeler Yuta, Daniel Garcia. The other matches, Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb, um, Dalton Castle and the boys against the Righteous and Gresham and Cesaro, or Claudio, not a lot of steam coming into that. So, in that regard... It got what it got for being a match that was kind of cold and being a ROH. I feel like the moment of Claudio winning the title is enough to make up for anything. And like, I'm not, I don't want to like, uh, again, not there. I'm not a wrestling journalist. I'm a fat head talking head. I don't know anything about Jonathan Gresham. I don't know anything about the, the supposed thing that happened between him and Tony Khan. Fair. But Fair. it's suspicious that, you know, Gresham's manager isn't on the card. All of his merchandise gets pulled from shopaew.com. Well, and like, and cuz cuz the whole Tully thing, like that all that all like just kind of 
like came together last like last week or something, right? Like it wasn't Tully Blanchard Enterprises was like put together at the Ring of Honor show at WrestleMania weekend. Okay. And it's kind of been a thing. And then they put Jonathan Gresham with him and things were great. And then they announced at Death for Dishonor that Prince Nana has purchased Tully Blanchard Enterprises <laughs> and he has redone the embassy. And then I found it very interesting that even though Prince Nana was ringside for Jonathan Gresham's match, that the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage had promo videos or not promo videos, but their their entrance videos had the embassy in them, but Jonathan Gresham's didn't. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's strange. It's, it's very strange. We will uh, you when when there is real news to report, we will report real news, or we will pass along real news. We don't even report news. That's no, not what we, we just, do. We just we, tell, we we pass we along. Just tell you. We, yeah, we pass along uh, news links. CT. We read news. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, all right, let's move on to. Uh, you want to give us mats? I can do that for you, Coach. Uh, at number five, them boys putting on a fantastic two out of three falls. Um, two out of three falls match uh, with FTR at Death of Fort Dishonor. Uh, Casey Catal coming in at number four. Um, Matt is always high on Casey Catal. I think she had some good showings this weekend um, in the independent circuit. Uh, number three, Taya Valkyrie um, coming in. Uh, number two, FTR, the new Ring of Honor, or the re- retaining uh, tag team champions. And number one, uh, finally getting on top of the mountain is Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, yes, yes, sir. All right, let's go to intern Marks. I will give Marks for the week. Uh, surprised he can even mail them in. God only knows where the intern has been, but we we press on nonetheless. Um, let's see here. Let me make sure I get them up here. Uh, the Briscoes, he also have the Briscoes at number five. He has Hook, the new FTW champion at his number four dalton castle and the boys not them boys the boys uh at number three claudio castagnoli number two and ftr uh is in turn marks number one for this week tim you want to go ahead and give your wrestlers of the week i sure can number f- uh that is you that's not me that's you. oh I my look, bad I, I saw m uh number five absolute ricky starks man is a star made man number four daniel garcia also made man star number three hook made man number two ftr for reasons already explained number one claudio castagnoli so excited as a fan of his to finally get to see him climb to the top of the mountain uh what a sight Uh, i paid my hard-earned money to see that live so for sure all right and then for me i have wheeler uter her uh as my number five i have mercedes martinez uh, still the uh, ROH Women's World Champion as my number uh, four. Dalton Castle and the boys, my number three for the week. Claudio, uh, great to see him, uh, you know, finally finally get uh, the, the just due that he deserves. Um, and, man, I, I, I really – I wish Claudio could have been my number one this week, but uh, that, uh, that, that match, uh, FTR and, and – uh, and and them boys um, doing the thing 
from uh, doing the thing in the in, in the tag team world and 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 doing it better than than everybody else in the tag team world right now. So got to give FTR uh, the the love for what they did this week. So for the week, we have Taya Valkyrie at number five. Hook is our number four. Dalton Castle and the boys number three. FTR. Two and Claudio is our number one for week number 15. And then let's look at the top 10. And Tim, it is finally looking like a relatively normal group of people in top 10. So at the number 10 spot, we have a three-way tie. Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, and Lil Liv. Lil Liv Morgan still hanging on at number 10. Claudio jumps up into the top 10 this week. He's at number nine. Speedball Mike Bailey by himself at number eight. Josh Alexander, Cody Rhodes, and Taya Valkyrie are in a three-way tie for fifth place with 18 points. CM Punk and the FTR boys, Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, uh, are in a three-way tie at number two. And the the big man in AEW, Wardlow, is still your number one uh, for the wrestler of the year, top ten through week number 15, and that is where we leave that. Since John Moxley and Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler of the week. All right, that brings us to... Uh, our close for the week. And now, uh, I just want to make everyone uh, aware. You normally on a on Tuesdays we drop our three uh, CT pod. That that uh, let's go behind the curtain here a little bit. Uh, we record it after this show on Thursday nights. Uh, but but no, that'll just be our little secret. I promise. Um, but there will not be a quote unquote normal three CT pod this Tuesday. We're obviously going a little bit longer here. Uh, then our, our normal show. And again, thank you to Bro Keller for joining us uh, in the first hour. Great discussion with him. Great guy. Uh, now make sure you uh, you follow along uh, with everything he is doing. So let's get everything else in this week. We decided to scrap the recording back. Uh, WrestleMania weekend uh, as, as we uh, sat around and broke bread. And as you will hear on the episode, broke pizza together. Um we, we, we did uh, a, a few of our uh, our legacy podcasts. This one has to do with uh, some of our favorite bands. Uh, so you will hear that one this coming Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to uh, us on all the podcast feeds. And there will be an, uh, an audio version up on the YouTube uh, as well on Tuesday. So that drops at around 10 o'clock uh, in the morning. So make sure you are following us and subscribing there so you do not miss that. Uh, all right, Tim, the, uh, the, the show of the summer, the, the WWE's second, uh, biggest event. Um, we have SummerSlam this Saturday night, July the 30th from Nissan stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, there are now just eight matches officially on the card. Uh, so let's kind of start with, uh, with that question that, that we fell into with, with bro in the first hour. Uh, what do you think Seth Rollins ends up doing at SummerSlam? I think he fights somebody. That's about <laughs> his best. Be, I don't. That's fair. 
That is fair. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think, like, who or what. I don't know. Like, Cody Rhodes. Here we go. <laughs> Cody, fastest, <laughs> fastest healing of a uh, torn bicep ever. Um, I think Randy comes back. I, I think, I think, uh, summer breaks over. I think daddy, daddy's going to come home to avenge, to avenge Riddle. Um, yeah, I think, thank you, Devin. Appreciate that. Uh, Devin thinks he's going to have a match with someone. There we go. Uh, good, good, bold, good, bold prediction. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Randy. I'm going to say, Hey, Randy's coming back. And, uh, Ooh, Devin says Johnny Gargano. That would be, that would be, that would be, that would be a wild one. Unexpected. Um, and I think that's, I think that's the, 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 the big kind of wild card going into this weekend is, is now with, with daddy Hunter in charge, man, the, the, uh, God only knows what, what, what surprises could, uh, could await us. And I, I think that as a fan, I am, uh, I am pretty excited, uh, going into this one. Uh, so yeah, let's go to the card here, Tim. We have the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray, Ray celebrating, uh, 20 years in the WWE this past week. Um, uh, taking on the judgment day, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley is back. She will be, uh, she'll be on the outside. This one, a no DQ match. Uh, Tim, how do you see this one go? Um, it was really awesome to see finally, you know, new era of WWE, somebody actually have a celebration for themselves and then not be ruined for any reason. Um, Ray Mysterio got to say everything off, get off everything off of his chest in front of the live audience. Um, but they definitely caked it on real thick, uh, <laughs> backstage. Uh, Rhea Ripley is now sire to, um, the Dominic Mysterio, which is also, which is always fun. Um, but I am going to give my nod to the judgment day here. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's got to be Judgment Day. Uh, nothing against the Mysterios. Uh, I'm still waiting for the moment that that Ray and Dominic turn on one another, um, or some, one of them turns on the other one. I feel like it's it's only a matter of time. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Judgment Day win here. Ryan has the Judgment Day, uh, picking up the win. Devin says the Mysterios. He thinks Edge is going to return and help the Mysterios. Uh, get the win yeah i mean we've we've certainly invested a lot of money uh into these spooky dookie videos uh for for edge's return so uh wouldn't want that to be for nothing now would we um all right let's right. go let's go to this one uh logan paul versus the miz um in what was probably the lowest moment overall this past monday um was uh what did he cut what did i don't even remember what the logan paul version of ms tv was called but it doesn't matter impulsive that's 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 it that it's not that's that's not good it stinks um uh i think it's i mean it's logan paul's win here i think i think to me it, it's fairly easy they signed him officially um ms is one of those guys that's fairly bulletproof uh so i think i think logan paul gets the win um, I think Logan Paul gets the win too. Um, but he is definitely not likable. Yeah, it's 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 
it's weird because I know I know Mr. Thrower, uh, our our friend Charlie here. Uh, we were discussing on Monday how like how do you have Logan Paul as like the face and Miz is the heel? I'm like, well, because Miz is is a heel. Um, and even though like but Logan also, Paul, Logan Paul is a heel, right? I mean, he, they're they're both great heels, but I guess to me the logic here is like. Are you really gonna Are you really gonna turn Miz face to have him face Logan Paul and then have him just turn heel again? Um, you know what I mean. So I, I I kind of see the reason why we don't we don't turn the Miz. Um, but yeah, it's I think the match will be fine. I think they actually have pretty decent chemistry with each other. Um, but Logan Paul gets a win. Ro, uh, Ryan has Logan Paul. Devin. Uh, has the Logan Paul as uh, as well. Uh, then we go to um, yeah, De- Devin says he doesn't expect too much uh, from Logan Paul. Still pretty green uh, in its first singles match. Yeah, and I mean I think that's why you put him in a guy in there with a guy like the Miz because the Miz the the people don't want to give the Miz credit, but man, the Miz is uh, is is one of the best, and he's and he's there's a reason he's been there for as long as he has. And has only been once. Fuck you, zombie lumberjack match. Um, but 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 that that aside, he is he is one of the best and he probably wasn't one of the even safest. In that match was or did he got hurt? Yeah, he got hurt. He, he <sighs> the the fucking oh god, I hate that goddamn match. What was the name of the movie? Oh, I fucking I don't even remember Tim. What it, it was? was a ne- it was the Netflix movie with Dave Bautista. Yeah, let's 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 find out here. Army of something. Army of Army the, of the Dead. That might have been it. Let me see if I can find the. Let's see, filmography. Twenty twelve was that? Well, you yeah, Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead, starring oh, Dave God Bautista. Fucking and and Damien Priest shot his fake arrow into the sky and oh, unveiled mother. the army of the dead logo oh it was oh it was so bad i hate it i hate it so much to this day so i hate it um all right uh bianca belair uh taking on becky lynch for the raw women's title um it's got to be bianca retaining i i still say um i would love it if they do and don't get me wrong i i I still do want a good long match from these two. I think they do work great together. They're two of the best in the company to do it. But uh, if you have bigger and more surprising plans for the night, uh, I would still love to see a shorter match uh, with Bianca retaining and going, you know what? I still got something left in the tank. And then Bailey comes back and comes a calling and wants that title. Um, but uh, we will see. I, I, just wanna, I just want Bailey back on my TV, Tim. That's what it comes down to. Respectfully. Man, re- respectfully. 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 Speaking of respectfully, uh, did you, the the Alexa pictures that she posted this respectfully. week? Respectfully. Nice. Um, I foresee this being a very, very short Bianca Belair match. Uh, I believe she's got a receipt at SummerSlam to give Becky real fast. Um. But if not, I still think that uh, the EST wins here. There's still not anyone really up in that uh, that echelon to challenge for the title. But we need a new challenger, whether that's Bailey, whether that's Rhea Ripley. Now that she's back, um, there's got to be someone new to go after that title. And I don't think 
that it is Becky's time to win the title again. For sure. Uh, Ryan has Bianca as well. Devin has Bianca Belair uh, as well. Then we go to the singles match for SmackDown Women's title. Liv Morgan, the champion. A little Liv defending against Ronnie, Ronda Rousey. Um, I'm picking with my heart on this one, and I'm a scared, Tim. And I'm a scared, but I'm picking with my heart. I'm going with a little Liv to retain, but I'm worried that a little Liv is not going to retain. I want her, I want her to do it. I want I want I want the magic run to keep going. But uh, there there's part of me that's that's a little worried here that that Ronnie's just going to get the belt back. I'm going to go a little live here. If for no other reason than just, I hope so. Good. All right. All right. I just hope so. Oh, all right. We do have a Matt here with us tonight. Matt, hey. what's going on, man? Better late than never, right? So right. I missed yep. 94% of the show here. All good. We're, we're, all right. we're obviously talking about SummerSlam. We'll, uh, we'll give you a quick, uh, a quick catch up here um whatever devin picked give me the opposite (laughs) (laughs) all right so that means you have judgment day going over the mysterios uh you have the miz going over logan paul i'm fine uh and you have uh becky lynch winning the raw the raw women's title from bianca belair Uh, all right or at least winning the match i guess she could win by dq bianca still champ all right we'll do that we'll do that so you'll uh, and now we are at uh, Lil Liv uh, defending against Ronda Rousey. Um, I'm going to go against what I just said and pick <laughs> Lil Liv because, my gosh, I don't want to see Ronda Rousey holding a belt I know, in 2022 or beyond. That's I know I'm, and that, but I'm 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 a scared. I told Tim I'm 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 a scared, without a doubt. Uh, Ryan has Lil Liv. Devin has Lil Liv as well. Uh, so we're straight across the board uh on that one then we go tag team match for the undisputed wwe tag team titles of course double j kicking off what is what is a big weekend for old double j uh he'll be serving as the special guest referee in this one before of course uh his big match against uh with uh with jay lethal against rick flair and andrade on sunday night um but uh the usos defending against the street profits um, I'd love the street profits, but I still, I still just don't think anything is stopping the bloodline. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Usos, Matt. I will go back to my originally scheduled <laughs> plan of choosing against Devin and I will give it to the Are street profits. I am serious, Mark. All right, Tim, I'll get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Tim? My heart says the Street Profits, but my my mind says the Usos. But your ass belongs to the Tribal Chief. That's right. There he is, my daddy. <laughs> um, Ryan has the Street Profits. Actually, Devin has uh, has the Usos. And then we go. Uh, to the United States Championship, none other than Bobby, Bobby. defending uh, against Mr. Money in the Bank himself, Theory. Um, sorry, Paul, and and every other person that has a soundbite on our soundboard, but I think uh, I think we're gonna be walking out of SummerSlam uh, with a w- once again and new 
uh, United States champion. I think it's theory here. Tim. I'm going Bobby Lashley. Bobby! <laughs> um, I'm still kind of waiting on Devin's pick. He's leaving me hanging here. So <laughs> I'm going to assume he is going to go with, damn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Give me theory. Oh, there it is. Uh, because Devin did pick. Bobby! And uh, Ryan has theory uh, as well. So uh, some splits here on this one. Uh, then we go to uh, the new Shane, as Tim called him earlier. Pat McAfee taking on Happy Corbin. Uh, without question, this is a McAfee win. Uh, without without any doubt in my mind. And man, I, I hope he I hope he cuts a promo. Uh, and there's no I, I feel like there's no way he won't uh, either before and or after uh, this matchup. He's it's almost unfair how good Pat McAfee is at everything. I think is what I tweeted out uh, last Friday. Um, Matt, I think we'll go to you on this one. Doesn't matter what Devin picks on this one. You will never have me <laughs> picking Happy Corbin to win a match. Give me McAfee. There we go, Tim. There is only one guy who I would put over Pat McAfee, and that is Happy Baron Corbin. Fat, shabby, tabby cat. <laughs> and the days needs to get put back up on a pedestal. That's true. Pat McAfee's just a little talky boy. And Baron Corbin's <laughs> kind of a man without a cat, a man, a man without a country right now. He's kind of swaying in the breeze. He needs a big W right here. This is a. This is a flag in the ground moment for Baron Corbin. Let's do it. Did you see the the kick that Corbin laid on McAfee on Friday he sent night? It. He sent Ooh. it. Man, yeah. wow! Kicked him, kicked him clean. Uh, I just saw on the Wikipedia page they were roommates. With the yeah, Colts. with the Colts. When they played with the Colts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've even leaned into that a bit uh, going into this feud, which I've liked. Yeah, it's on. It's all on social media. But um, I'm trying to think, like, what, um, like Baron Corbin even. Um, what did, What do you think Baron Corbin's hairline looked like at that point? Was it still like? It wasn't here, great. It wasn't. Or was it? Was it like here at that point? It was. It was working its way back. Probably there. It's ish. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Okay. Okay. It was still kind of a, yeah. a a proper hairline. It existed. <laughs> he, 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 when they posted, when WWE posted that picture, he tweeted, "19 and a half inch neck and 330 pounds, fueled by pizza, milkshakes, and pancakes." I also benched 500 plus. <sighs> Big boy. Big boy. All right. Uh, Ryan has uh, has Happy Corbin as well. Fat. Shabby tabby cat. I'm taking Pat McAfee. <laughs> no. Um, no. All right. He picked Devin picked McAfee. I'm still going Corbin. There we go. Um, all right. And then the the big one. Uh, we talked to Bro about it in the first hour. Uh, Roman but, Reigns. I'm just getting it out of the way right now. Roman <laughs> Reigns. Oh, Roman Reigns forever. Pat, uh, Austin Theory better not try to cash in. Seth Rollins better not try no hinky shit. <laughs> Fucking let's go. Uh, head of the table, king of my heart, dad, real life Jason Momoa, Roman Reigns. 
Uh, yeah, the last man standing match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending against Brock Lesnar. Um, it's not an I quit match. It is. It is not an I quit. It is. <laughs> it is a last man standing. No, Mike Kyoto asking if. Uh, Ring the bell. Do you give up? You give up. Um, you look, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. It's Roman. The answer is Roman. Uh, it should continue to be Roman. Uh, I love Brock. I love Cowboy Brock. I was happy to see Cowboy Brock back. Um, I love that the SummerSlam, like, you know, the little graphic doodad that they put uh, after the hashtags on Twitter. Um, the SummerSlam one is literally Cowboy Brock's head. Like, I don't know why you couldn't, like, do the SummerSlam logo or the WWE logo, but it's literally Brock's, uh, little Brock's head, Cowboy Brock's head. Uh, but Roman Reigns is the answer. Matt. Yeah, as much as I would like to see a little bit of variety here, it just doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Um, yeah, give me Roman. All right, uh, Devin hasn't found, or is, is he's picking theory? I guess he's, uh, I guess he's calling the cash in. I guess Devin's calling the cash in, and theory walking out as, as champion. Um, man, more things change. More so things. Wait, hold on though, because that that would be different. So in this instance, he has theory cashing in just to be a part of the match. It kind of sounds like. It? I mean, it kind of sounds heist. That's this. a very bold yeah. prediction, Devin. I tell you what, very man. Bold. <laughs> Nothing. Theory cashes in and wins in last man standing triple threat match. <laughs> man, you talk yeah, about as much as things change, they, they stay the same. Boy, <laughs> you you leave a, a football stadium full of people leaving with Theory doing that. Oh, double straps. Woo, boy. I mean, that would mean that both Roman and brock are down are down for a 10 for count 10 at yep. the hands of austin theory N not necessarily like wow that's true roman and brock could literally beat each other to unalive and then just theory walks so maybe in and that goes, is the angle yeah he comes in yeah. after they're both down is he gonna it's, like is he gonna like run him over with a tank like is he gonna get rusev's tank and like literally just like run them over. I mean, Kevin Owens almost beat Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns hit him with a golf cart. Like, I mean, he like, had to do a little better than at least a golf cart. Something like, like can it, he hit him. Where's what did DDP sell that pink Cadillac to the Rock and Roll <laughs> Hall of Fame or something? Can we go something? To like, uh, can we go to like the Opry and pick up like Porter Wagner's banjo or something and like just something anything tell jeff to bring all the working guitars he can <laughs> them, them guitars are swinging. stiff brother um yeah <laughs> something and it, it's man that would be a choice i'm just gonna say I, that would be a choice um for for theory there to cash choices. in and yes. win uh whew, that not, wouldn't be the best way to, to for triple old daddy h to to book his first pay-per-view i'm just gonna say excuse me premium live event uh, i will say that um ryan has roman walking out as uh, as the universal champion uh to see day number 700 come sunday uh and 700 and beyond so uh that that is where uh we leave with the predictions uh let's 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 pre-grade 
the uh, the event for Saturday. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. What what grade do you think SummerSlam 2022 is going to get? I'm comfortable giving this a B. Going okay. In. All right, Tim. I am also comfortable with giving this a B. Okay. Um, I'm going to be comfortable giving this a B plus because I feel like Triple H is going to to not do the things that Vince would normally do. He he's going to avoid the B minus. He's going to give us the B plus. And this would be B grading on a curve since it's a a big four show. So like if this was Great Balls of Fire, it would be an A. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Woo, Devin, Mister Negativity. Coming in with a with a pre grade of a C, damn, Oof. damn. Well, I mean, he has theory leaving with the championships. I well, that okay. That actually, that might be accurate. <laughs> that's actually actually, high. actually yeah. That that means the rest of that card would have to be flawless uh, for for uh, freaking God. Could you imagine? <laughs> SummerSlam goes dark with Theory after winning the last man standing. Wow. And, and Austin comes out, throws back the hood again. <laughs> I got you, bastards. Mike. <laughs> I'll never retire. You're never getting rid of me. <laughs> God, man. Ric Flair's having his last match. I'm doing it too. <laughs> Horrible human being. Um, man, I can't even, I don't even want to like, I don't want to think about that moment too hard to like put it out in the universe. I just don't, I don't want to, cause that, I feel like that's a bad thing. Uh, so that's where we'll leave it. That is where we leave for the week again. Uh, this Tuesday we, uh, we will have a version of the three CT pod. It will not be a, uh, quote unquote, it won't be a newly recorded episode. Uh, it will be one that that we put together uh, the last time that we were um, all together. Uh, we will be doing that on Saturday, so we are looking forward to that uh, hanging out uh, this weekend. Uh, but Matt, is there uh, is that was this the week? It was not. Ooh, building Damn. up to SummerSlam, you can't make that to come back. Well, that's and true. I, that's true. So stay tuned at Three Count Thursday if you're even on Instagram at this point it's a dying social media application to be honest and Which, I hate it. yeah it's <laughs> it's crazy it is crazy uh but kudos thank you again uh, to to bro keller he he actually shared and reshared and regrammed and all that stuff uh the the announcements always love when we get that uh from the guests tim what do you got I got nothing to, uh, other other than the normal stuff of you know final wrestling place and viewers choice, viewers choice featuring three count Thursday three CT this week. Just letting y'all know that now, um, y'all have eighteen months, eighteen months. Save your ducats, crush your cans, recycle, send in your box tops, whatever you got to do. WrestleMania 40s in Philly, baby. Let's go. Look, I this let me let me let me pull up the the text exchange that I had with the the person I affectionately referred to as the boss. The consortium. The consortium. A great, much better way to put that. So, I just I send the uh, I send the, the the news. 
Uh, and the response is, well, you better go to this one. I'm making you. And I was like, yep, definitely uh, not going to get any closer. Uh, and I and I jokingly asked if she wanted to go along. Um, I said, Gunther might be there. And she said, no, you can go with your friends. Um, she asked when tickets go on sale. She goes, stay on top of it. I'm forcing you to attend. So there's been no, there was no conversation. I, I am going. Mandatory attendance by Jim Neese. I mean, <laughs> when, when, when the consortium is letting me know. Say less. No, you're not even, she's not even letting you know. She's telling you're, me. I've been told. I, I am, I am booked. I, I'm, I'm as good as booked for WrestleMania in Philadelphia without question. Um, so yeah, make sure you, uh, you follow along with us again. Thank you to bro Keller for joining us. Um, Oh, there you go. There you go, Devin. Uh, take care, buddy. Have a great week. Uh, yeah, Matt, you won't be with us. Uh, is it next two weeks or just one? Just next week. All right. All right. We'll be in the land. Very, very nice. Yeah. Uh, yes, Chase. I think Seth the Rollins Disney. will have a match uh, as well. But again, thank you to Bro Keller for joining us in the first hour. Uh, if you, uh, you know, kind of came in late, make sure you go back and check that out. Uh, one of the best dudes. Uh, that, that we uh, have met and we know uh, in this crazy world of professional wrestling. So um, always appreciate uh, a good friend, a good guest uh, joining us. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us, all podcast platforms, uh, as well as YouTube. Go to get our merchandise over there at the tpublic.com. I feel like there is a sale going on this weekend. Um, I think they're calling it like a back-to-school sale, but yeah. Uh, head over to tpublic.com and uh, and get the merchandise. Uh, go to the website, threecountthursday.com. Get the Patreon as well. And until next week, enjoy SummerSlam. Take care of yourself. Uh, there's a lot of crazy like rain in the middle part of the country, droughts in other part of the country, extreme heat in other places, and, and it's getting pretty wild out there. Monkey pox. Uh, so just be clean, be safe. Take care of yourself, and until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.